Visible.com. Be discovered like never before. That's Visible.com. V-I-Z-S-A-B-L-E.com. Market all of your skills, but most importantly, negotiate your worth. Don't let anyone tell you what you're worth. You negotiate it for yourself. So if you haven't already created a profile, do so. But most importantly, help us. Tell a friend and help us spread the word. Visible.com. We'll see you soon. Welcome back to Russ and Rich and the Unpopular Perspective, a thought-provoking podcast that you may not always agree with. Who died yesterday? Stars who died. Marvelous Marvin Hagler and... Oh, no, I knew she died. She died last year. So, we're back on. We're live, dude. Right on, right on. So, wanted to uh, kind of throw out there that... Um, what the fuck is The Rock cooking, dude? The Rock? That guy, he makes us all look bad. Yeah, dude, he's a special individual, man. Who's got more work ethic than that guy? Nobody. Uh, maybe maybe Kevin Hart. No, he ain't working as hard as The Rock is. I don't know, man. Kevin's on, every time I look up, he's got a Chase Bank. I, I can't get away from Kevin. Home. How about Shaq? Yeah, I can't get away from Kevin and Shaq, bro. Hey, They're is, everywhere. Has Shaq got money problems? No, if he's got any problems, money's not one What's of them. What's the deal with him owing uh, Charles Barkley money? Uh, I think that's like a, I think that's like a gambling thing that they've got between them. Uh, I don't think a, Barkley, got, Barkley wishes he had Shaq money. <clears throat> you know, I, I'm sure Barkley's not hurting, but he doesn't have Shaq money. I guarantee you that. Dude, he's like on every commercial. He's on the, what, the Icy Hot. He's on General. He's on what other commercials? He on? Oh, he's on a ton, man. Um, they're starting to joke about it now. There's, uh, there was a commercial where they were <laughs> he's like everywhere. He's just everywhere, you know. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, The Rock, he's got, you know, that's what he's known for. I his, was wa- his workout ethic, and, and you know, he's always traveling for movies. He, I, I don't know when he's had a gap between movies. You know, it's funny that you bring him up because yesterday, um, after a pretty long day, um, I sat down finally in front of the TV. And poured myself a glass of Jack Daniels Tennessee honey, turned on the tube, and I watched Walking Tall with Johnny Knoxville. What's the one? And Dwayne the Rock Johnson. What's the one that has uh, Scott, William Scott? Scott? The guy from, uh, he was in uh, Sean William Scott. Sean William Scott, <laughs> yeah, yeah, from American Pie, Stifler. From American Pie, yeah. No, Stifler's not in that movie. No, but he did a movie with The Rock too. Yeah, yeah, he did a movie called. Uh, it was called uh, uh, Run the Rundown or something like that. Yeah. Where they go to like you know South America for some gold or are, a gold. But are any of his movies statue. any like? Are there any good? Well, the thing that the thing that tripped me out watching um, Walking Tall was how small he was. He was just getting started in his movie career. He had maybe three movies under his belt and he's like twice you're talking about his workout uh ethic he's like twice if not three times the size that he was in that if you go back and watch walking tall you won't believe how small he is in wrestling right Uh, i mean he was big but you know he you know he stopped wrestling he wasn't in the gym like crazy crazy he kind of shrunk down i mean it didn't look like he weighed more than 215 pounds in that movie really and now he's got he's got to be every bit of 260 270 you know, and he's not a short dude. He's a big guy. I mean, he's like six. I want to say he's like six two, six four, somewhere in there. But yeah, he. I, I was just amazed at how small he was in that movie. He wasn't much bigger than Johnny Knoxville. Uh-huh. I'm serious. 
I love Johnny Knoxville. Oh, it's hilarious. Dukes of Hazzard. The Dukes of Hazzard. That was Johnny Knoxville and yeah, Sean Williams. Johnny Scott. Knoxville. And Sean Williams Scott. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Sure was. Yep. That's when that's when uh what's her name? Jessica, what was her name? Oh, Jessica Simpson. She was freaking she was kicking. Man, she well, was she was banging. also in uh she bloomed up big um, time. What was that one the movie with the with the Costco thing with um Dane Cook? Oh what was that called? Employee of the month. Yes, yes, <laughs> employee of the month. She was kicking Yeah, but she was ah, she was banging and uh, uh, and and uh, Dukes of Hazards, man, and it's amazing how big she got. Those kids, man. She, I mean, he's six five, dude. Yeah, he's a big dude, man. I, I mean, he's got to weigh two seventy, two eighty. Yeah, he's a big. Oh, look, dude. Here's a picture of him with Kevin Hart. <laughs> yeah, but look, uh, pull up, walking tall. Look at look at him. Uh, look at how big he was when he was a walking tall, or how small he was. Maybe I should say, he was super skinny. Even his head was smaller, dude. He had hair, of course. In what movie? Walking Tall. It's a it's an homage to uh, Buford Pusser, the famous sheriff that cleaned up his backwoods Tennessee town. He doesn't look like his chest is all that. Right, he's that. small, right? Yeah, he looks like just a uh, normal dude. Central Intelligence was Kevin Hart and, and Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, yeah. Well, Kevin Hart was also in Hobbs and Shaw. He had like a little cameo in that movie oh, too. Yeah, yeah. Well, but, he did a. He did a. Was it Fast and Furious Five or something like? Yeah, he well he no uh, uh no not, not the, Kevin Johnson Dwayne Dwayne's done uh probably three Fast and Furious movies now but he's done one um without Vin Diesel which caused a big reef it was a a, a big riff um uh big beef between uh Vin Diesel and what's the uh the black guy in the Fast and Furious that like, they really had beef like oh. it was really bad I forget his name I forget his name now but uh but you know. Dwayne was like, hey, man, I'm about this paper, man. You know, they're offering me a deal. You know, you guys can be butthurt if you want, but I'm going to... Fast and Furious 9? Yeah. Lord almighty, dude. Dude, it's a franchise, bro. Who knew? <laughs> I, the... I jumped out. Dude, I, I never saw the Tokyo Drift. Uh, there, the Tokyo saw, Drift is awesome, dude. I saw the one after the Tokyo I've Drift. I've seen every single <laughs> one of them. I am hooked. I am a thousand percent hooked. Hobbs and Shaw, you know... Uh, was it, wasn't, wasn't Hobbs and Shaw, wasn't that like the character from that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dwayne's character is Haw or Hobbs, and uh, uh, what's the what's the what's the transporter dude's name? Oh, um, Statham. Jason Statham. Statham. Jason Statham is is Shaw, right? Uh, Deckard Shaw, and uh, it's it was a great movie, man. But that, but that was the character from Fast and from Furious. Fast and Furious. Yeah, he was like the FBI guy. Yeah, it was, was like Jason. a spinoff from the Fast and the Furious. Yeah, where they got together, you know. And uh, I actually watched that. Uh, but not too long ago, and it's it's actually a really good movie. It stands on its own own feet for sure. But um, no, that dude's a stud, man. He is a stud. That guy works his ass off. But I got to give it to Kevin Hart, man. That little dude, man. You think Paul Walker'd still be doing those movies if he was around? One hundred percent. One hundred percent. No one's left. No one's no one's left that show that hasn't gotten killed off. The guy from Tyrese uh, Gibson, is that your time? Yeah, Tyrese Gibson. Yeah, he had major beef with Dwayne Johnson. Major, major beef. I don't know if they've settled Dealing it or the not. Camera shit or something. Yeah, yeah. So cool. well, they put one of the Fast and Furious uh, movies on the back burner to do Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, really? And and Gibbs was like, "Hey, man, I've got kids. I've got a family to feed. You know, like, come on, man, you need to be the a team player." Still there, isn't it? I don't know. Yeah. Fuck, yeah. Man. So. Yeah, that's interesting, man. It's interesting. You know, you talk about work ethic and, and uh, you know, there's a lack of it in this world, man. You know, sometimes uh, in order to get what you really, really want in life, dude, you have to 
Gotta work for it. You got no one's gonna give you shit, man. You the gotta only, go get I, it. I, the only time I ever had any kind of gap in in uh, employment was after the solar company, dude. After what? Solar City? No, the other one. Sun oh, Sunfinity. Yeah. yeah. I did. Yeah. I did six months on unemployment, I, or five and a half months, and I got a job right before it ended. So I had a major gap in uh, in employment, not because I couldn't get a job, but I went through I went through you know uh, a depression, you know, through my through my you know my separation with my kid's mother. Um, but I, I if I've ever wanted to like make money, like if I ever wanted to like yeah, get, get a the, job, I, it's I, not that hard to do. I, I mean, I I I it tripped my mom out. My parents were in town, right? My my mom and I got in this big argument. She was really really annoyed with me, right? Mm-hmm. And she was like, you know, you need to pull your head out of your ass, you know, <laughs> right? She's not worth it, like you know. And no, nobody's going, worth it, dude. Yeah, she's you like run your own show. You can't rely like, on anybody else. My mom, man, she's so gangster, man. She was like, she's. She's not worth it, dude. She doesn't give a rat's ass about you, right? You're make, if anything, you're making her happy that you're miserable. You need to pull your head out of your ass oh, yeah, and get going. She's wallowing in the in, oh, yeah. in misery, yeah. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, she gave me that, that talk where, you know, sometimes you, you need uh, uh, a person needs to tell you what you need to hear versus what you want to hear, cool. you know? And my mom did that to me, right? And I said, okay, fuck it. I'm going to get a job, right? Just like that. Mm-hmm. The next day, I had a job. I had a job. The next day. How often do you call in sick? I never call in sick, bro. Like almost never, dude. Like, never. I, I never called in sick one time at Solar City, not one time at Terminex, not one time at Sunfinity. My problem with this current gig, dude, is like I work from home. It's like yeah. I'm in sales. Like you, you got to pick up the phone when a customer yeah. calls or wants something because if, if you don't, if you don't answer, they don't, they don't buy. You know, I'm, they I'm, a, I'm in a queue. There's no way I can call in sick, dude. I can't walk away. I mean, I you know I work from home, but and listen, no, but, I mean if you're home, you I mean. If you if you had a job in an office and you were sick, you you can either be home and miserable or you right. can be working and miserable. Right. Like if you're in sales, you got to work. Right. No, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. Now I'm working harder than I've ever worked in my life because I'm 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 juggling. I'm doing two things and mm-hmm. and and you can't slack on either. Dude, I haven't had a day off in three weeks, dude. Literally, since I went to since I went to Bodega Bay, I haven't had a day off. I. I, I I'm I'm in the same boat. If I well, I wouldn't say a day off. I, you know, the su- Sunday is pretty much for me. But I, you know, it's definitely for me to work on a Saturday, and I will work on a Sunday too. If a, I've got was a Costco for five hours today. Wow, yeah. And then yesterday I did two appointments, and then I went to Costco for five hours. I worked, yeah. I worked a ten plus hour day yesterday. Yeah, it's it's a skill set, man. That uh, uh, it's going the way of the dodo bird. You know, um, a lot of people. I know that there's there's people out there that are that are hooked on drugs. I know there's people out there that have mental illnesses. I like, I know that stuff exists, but you have a lot of other people out there that choose. Well, if given the opportunity to take a handout, I'd be honest with you, I'd take a handout. Uh, if, if, if it was there, I couldn't be not, that, I couldn't be that example for my kids. I, I couldn't I, do it. I'm not good enough at filling out the paperwork to get to that level. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I, there's so many people out there that just take a handout and, and like, there's so you're, so you're telling so you're telling me that if if you knew that you could be you could guarantee knock down four hundred dollars a day standing on a corner with a cardboard sign saying no that's uh, hard work please dude. need help you do it that's hard work you could you could do it no that's hard work I, I there's no fucking way I could do that it's hard work it's, well, I mean not, not 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 just not just the hard work of standing out in the sun or standing out in the rain or standing out in the cold but someone might see my ass <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying like like I I have a reputation Those dudes dude make like some good money though yeah I I couldn't there's all it's like pussy all money ain't good money you know what I mean what? you know what I'm saying like like you know it's, it's not honest money I can tell you that if they're if they're pulling down that kind of coin and throwing it away and drugs or whatever it is I yeah. Mean, 
who knows what those people do when they get home? Yeah, you know? yeah. I don't know, man. I I just couldn't. I couldn't be that example for my kids. I couldn't do it. Um, haven't I, traveled as much as I have traveled. I have a hard time uh, uh, feeling sorry for anyone and, and giving money away. The only time I'll do it is if I, you know, and I'm giving out one of my secrets right now. But the only time I'll do it if I see like a lady with a kid or. I see yeah, a dude with playing your heartstrings. Yeah, yeah, they play your heartstrings, shit, dude. They get me on that one, right? Because I got kids, dude. I, I'd love to. I, I think about it when I go to Walmart and buy myself a, a thirty pack. You know, it's about tossing one of those guys. With the, I never do that shit. Tossing a beer. Here you go, dude. <laughs> I was walking. In, this was just the other day, man. Where was I going? I think I was going to Home Depot. Yeah, I was going to Home Depot. I had to get some bolts for the for for my hog, right? For the for the shocks. One of the bolts came off, right? So I just wanted to get a. Uh, you gotta go to McMaster Car, dude. Yeah, well, I just, I just got some their 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 chrome their chromoly uh, bolts, right? And they're it's, it's millimeter, right? Obviously, because it's a Japanese bike, and it wasn't that easy to find them. But anyway, as I'm walking got, in there, cap on it like it's supposed. Well, to be? I wound up not being able to get them from Home Depot. I had to go to uh, Ace, Ace Hardware, Hardware yeah. to get them, right? Um, but uh, when I went into the Home Depot, there was a dude, right? I pull up on the pull up on my motorcycle, right? Park right in front, right? I love that shit. Now I'm getting real bold. <laughs> I just park like right by the door now, oh, dude. Yeah, I don't even real, fuck dude. with I don't even fuck with the parking lot anymore, dude. Like, like That's I'll just the park. Best part, dude. Oh. I hate him. I, when I when I oh. park the Walmart and the Cobra, dude, I, I'm gonna pull up right up front <laughs> when they park the motorcycles. Yeah, exactly, dude. Yeah. <laughs> no one says shit to me. I love that. That's one of the things I one of the perks of riding a motorcycle that I absolutely love. But yeah. I pull up on the bike, man. And I, you know I'm. Getting you know, getting my gear together and whatnot, and and getting to walk into the store. And there's this dude, man. He, he could have been more than 23, 24 years old. And he's sitting in front of the store and he's asking for money. And uh, he's like, "Hey, man, can you spare some change?" I said, "Yeah, but you know, if I could, I'd go to my kids. You know, just like that, right?" He looked at me, was like, "Fuck you," and I'm like, "Well, you know, if that makes you feel better, dude. You know, just like <laughs> I was, that." I was uh, I was out to lunch with with Matt the other day, and he wanted to. Um, Buy me lunch down in Roseville, the Mexican restaurant or what have you. And uh, we were walking out of there, and I was carrying the leftovers from my super burrito or whatever. And and uh, dude walks by and goes, "Hey, you spare some cash? Uh, cash, some change or whatever? You spare some spare some change or whatever? Whatever it was, he said. I don't remember exactly what it was, but he goes, I said, sorry, dude, I don't carry cash, you know. And he's like, he's all, he said, I see you got a." You know, you had, had a meal there. I, I got to eat over the Salvation Army. Well, at least you got to eat, dude. And it, yeah. was, and it was free. Yeah. Now, technically, mine was free, but Matt paid for it. But, <laughs> but I go and I go to the gas station. Somebody's asking, asking me for money for gas or whatever. And Can't I said, well, go anywhere without someone doing that shit now, bro. It's crazy. But I don't carry cash. Yeah. I put a credit card in the machine. Yeah. Like, no, I don't have any money to give you. And I if, do the and same if I did, thing. I don't trust that you're going to put it in gas. Yeah. Yeah. I, I one, one time, dude, I had one time where, um, and this was over off of La Rivera, and I'll, I'll never forget it. And uh, there's a jack-in-the-box over there. And I was walking in there just to grab something in the middle of the afternoon. Where I was going to get something to eat. And this dude, he never asked me for a dime. Never asked for anything, man. But he looked hungry as hell. And as I was walking into the jack-in-the-box, he said, hey, man, you hungry? He's like, uh, you talking to me? I'm like, yeah. You hungry? He's like, yeah, I'm starving. I'm like, come on, man. Come on inside. He's like, oh, I can't go in there. They won't let me go in there. They'll call the police. I said, well, you're coming in here with me. You're coming in here to buy your, your paying customer now. You're going to get some food. He's like, really? Said, yeah, come on. So we walk in there, and as soon as we get like, he got like three steps in the store, the manager started screaming at him. I'm calling the police right now. I said, there's no need for that. Hey, whoa, 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 pump your brakes. There's no need for that. He's getting something to eat. I'm paying for it, whatever he wants. You know, and they're like, what? 
And that, I mean, you could have heard a p- mouse pissing on cotton, man. Yeah. Everyone that was sitting around, Wyatt was looking and whatnot. <clears throat> and I said, go ahead, man, go up to the counter. He went up there and he ordered like, shit, $15 worth of shit, right? He's hungry. And uh, and then I uh, got him his food and whatnot. And as he's ordering, these people are like looking at me. And this one, this one old guy, he was probably like in his 80s at least, right? He looks at me, he gives me one of these, you know, gives me the thumbs up, you know, like that's really cool, you know? And uh, I got my food and I didn't want to stay there because I wasn't trying to like be a hero or anything. Yeah. I just wanted to freaking, you know, help him out and then get what I wanted and then dash, you know, get out of there. And uh, uh, he was so appreciative. That was a thing, you know. You know, didn't ask, he, he didn't then come back and be a douchebag and then ask him if I had any spare change for my order and like that. He just wanted to eat. He was hungry, yeah. like legit hungry. So, you know, th- you know, sometimes, you know, it's just how people are pr- approach people. And I was in Walmart one night and a uh, dude in front of me was some bum. He was buying some liquor or whatever and he didn't have mm-hmm. money to, didn't have enough money to, to pay for it. <laughs> Did you buy him a bottle? Well, so I, I told the clerk, I said, yeah, put the rest on here or whatever. And uh, so she did and. And he goes, thanks. And I said, so what do we get? <laughs> <laughs> what, do we, what, do we, what do we buy? Yeah, what do we buy? <laughs> exactly. But exactly. I don't like paying it for it too often because I can't trust it anymore. Yeah, it's hard. It's, it's a lot really of scammers hard. out there. and It's really, really hard now to trust I, I, people. I feel guilty that I don't. Yeah. But I don't feel guilty because they're scamming me. I feel bad that I'm, that I'm this cynical because I didn't used to be this cynical. I've had enough people in my life come across come across my path in my life that I've become somewhat cynical when it comes to people. It's really hard for me to trust people because moral compass is just, you know, a thing, you know, that we could talk about in history, like dinosaurs. You I was, know, it's just I was so leaving, rare. I was leaving home, uh, Walmart the other day and, and uh, dude had a sign out and said, just need a tent. Yeah. And I'm like, <sighs> yeah, I probably got a tent for you, but I don't know. I don't want you to know where I live. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know? no, I get it, dude. I get it. I've given away stuff like like I'll go through my closet. I did this a couple times. I did this when I was dating that this chick at one point. I dated this chick uh, back in back in the day named Angela, and uh, I was pulling stuff out of my closet. And I had a bunch. Of, I had jackets from Terminax, and I had all kinds of gear. I had boots, old work boots, steel toe boots, and whatnot. And I gathered up all this shit. I got the idea from Rob Deerdeck. He does this all the time, right? But I gathered up all this shit and I put it in a box. And she's like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> and I said, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna give this stuff away. Mm. I don't need it. I, I got too much shit, you know." And she goes, "You're gonna give it away? You're gonna take it to Goodwill?" I'm like, "No, I'm just gonna drive down, drive down Watt Avenue, find somebody who needs it. Maybe go down to 16th, down by Pipes Work. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Find someone who needs it." And I handed out a bunch of shit, dude. And they were so happy, dude. Like that stuff went like this. I opened up my trunk. Literally, I opened the trunk of my car up, and the boxes there, and all the shit was in there, and. I, I, you know, they saw me give some stuff to one guy, a couple t-shirts and some socks and a pair of shoes. And somebody and else wants something. And then all of a sudden I was surrounded by rush, people. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I don't yeah. know what gets you to that point. I mean, I can't, I can't imagine life's that tough. Like I don't understand. I mean, people say, oh, you can't buy a house. No, uh, we've, we had this conversation before, dude. It's, it's, it's mindset. It's, it's how you're, how you're raised, what you're accustomed to. You know, I had, a, I had a, a manager at my place. When she saw my son driving a BMW, she's like, "Why does he have a BMW at 19?" And I'm like, "Fuck this! Why, 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 why can't you have a BMW at 19?" She goes, "I, I just don't understand the mindset." I said, "Well, that's 
That's been, why I, people give me a hard time about, about Cameron. Why does Cameron have a, a Dodge Charger? Yeah, because because he bought a Dodge Charger. Exactly. Right? People people fear what they don't understand, and they and they they love to tell you what you can't do if they don't believe they can do it. So, I mean, I co-signed for it. Yeah. You know, but yeah. he made every payment. He the down payment was all his. I didn't give him any money for it, and now he's refinanced it under his own name. And it's his car. Like, Ethan Ethan came by the house <clears> yesterday, <throat> and. uh Actually, he called me up and he says, hey, Dad, I'm putting a new stereo in my car. You should see his Miata, dude. You should see that he put an oversized radiator in it with the dual fan and the shroud. He's got like, a, I mean, it's a huge radiator in his Miata, right? Put is he, he going to LS swap it? Yeah, <laughs> he, he, he's talked about it, but I don't know if he's going to do that. But he, uh, uh, he's got the new coilovers in it. He's got the new wheels. He's lowered it. He put a new, st- so he called me. Is he like, driving now? Oh, yeah. He's like, Dad. Uh, How old is he, 17? He'll be 18 next month. Fuck, is that dude. crazy, dude? Is that nuts? My baby, Peanut, man. You got He's fucking be one left, dude. I know. It's just, it's just, it's, just, it's sad. But he calls me. It's like, Dad, I'm getting a stereo put in my car. Can you swing? Uh, can you come by here? I'm over by your house and pick me up. I'm like, yeah, I pick you up on the hall. I'll come over and get you, right? So I zip over there and grab him. We come back to the house and we watch Fat, uh, Fast and Furious, Tokyo Drift, as a matter of fact, <laughs> right? But um, it's just, it's, 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 it's crazy because. A lot of people don't understand that, but if you've had shit, well, he's, you know, he's right? working in and out too, right? Yeah, he's Does making he bread. He's making like sixteen seventy five an hour, dude. But here's the thing, man: if you've had shit in your life, mm-hmm. this is the difference. This is I, I finally figured it out. Like why why some people have shit? It's really easy for them to attain shit, right? I had a friend come over to my house uh, just the other day, right? And he was like, dude, are you an interior decorator, right? And I didn't even know what he was talking about. And then it dawned on me what he was talking about, right? See, but your house looks like Buca de Beppo, dude. If, if, if you've had <laughs> shit Have you in been there life, before? Yeah. If you've had shit in your life and you're used to having stuff, right? You're used to, you're accustomed to having nice things, right? Which I was exposed to at a very young age. My kids have had shit their whole lives. They've been, expo- they, you know, yeah. you know, before... Uh, uh, their mother and I got divorced and after. I mean, they've always had shit. When you get older, it motivates you because you know that you can get it and you've had it to work your ass off and go get it. Yeah, They're not sitting around waiting for someone to buy them shit. They've gone out and they've gotten jobs and they're getting the Well, Cameron stuff. figured it out pretty early. That, yeah. Like, your money is for your shit. Yeah, it's for your shit, dude. Yeah. It's for your shit. I talked to Skyler the other day and I, and I says, hey, man, uh, you file your taxes? Yeah, I got three bands. <laughs> <laughs> like I, you know, I, I was, I was, you know, bringing it up, like you know, I was like, gonna, you know, hey, make sure you file your taxes. Shit, he's filed them before I filed them. You are all about slang, but, you know what? Who me? Bands yeah. <laughs> for y'all, for y'all that is don't that know what 3, that is. That's three thousand dollars. And a rack is ten k. Yeah, a rack, a rack or bands <laughs> is is a thousand dollars. But but uh, the, when, what, the, when, what do you call a stack of twenties? Uh, a stack of twenties. Yeah, uh, it's a two thousand dollar, right? Uh, I, you know, I think a stack used to be the, the equivalent of a band or a rack back in the day, <laughs> but that's like bad now, like 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 Michael Jackson. Now. So you get five thousand dollars in fifties, right? Yeah, hundred dollars in hundreds. Yes, hundred dollars in hundreds. <laughs> <laughs> I mean ones, ones, ones. You get a hundred dollars. But I was just so proud of this kid, man, and for him to say that, you know, you know, uh, I mean, he's not sitting around waiting anymore. He's figured he's figured it out. Cam's figured it out. You know, yeah. and what's funny is, is that you got to work for the shit you want in life. The life's changing, though, dude. Yeah. So like in your situation, Cam's calling you and going, hey, dad, you need a John Deere. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. He's getting yeah. he's hooking you up with the best lawnmower you've ever had in your life. Yeah, I was, a, you I, know? Was a, I was an in-out burger the other day. Yeah. And uh kid comes into the counter and is asking how to get a job there. And he's like, the chick goes, all right, so here's what you, you got to go online and oh. find our region. 
Uh, and then you got to um, apply online, and then you got to come in and bug us. Yeah. Yeah. It's sad. And, these, and then they'll give you an interview, just make you go away, and then they'll hire you. <laughs> yeah. That's super sad, man. <clears throat> no, he, but, he, but he was doing the right thing. He was going into the store yeah. trying to find out how to get a job. Well, I, yeah. I, well, I taught Skylar how to do it one time. And like, we talked about that. Yeah. Before, I taught him how to do it, and then the next job he got. Did Ethan he, just do it all on his own, and he figured that well, shit he has, out? Or he what? has his big brother tell, told him what to do. Yeah. And he, and he went and did it. And got on, you know, so, so, um, it, you know, I don't believe that there's such a thing as having too much as a kid, right? If, if you're a piece of shit, if you've got, if you've got, uh, if you lack in character and whatnot, and, uh, you don't have anyone that's teaching you, you know, moral compass and how to be a good person and be respectful and whatnot, then you're probably going to grow up and be a piece of shit. doesn't matter if you have shit or if you don't have shit, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You know, like that, that old adage that, you know. People that are that grow up with the silver spoon, they're usually assholes. That's it's, not Yeah. I, mean, I, I don't I don't agree a, with there's that. a level with that that yeah. like you know, you know, if the moms and dads weren't there and they were raised by when, nannies when and the whatnot. Ki- when the kids have an attitude because they're they're wealthy and they know how to be wealthy. Right. That's what they're talking about. That's yeah. that's growing up with a silver spoon in your mouth. Yeah. And there are people out there that are like they're they're assholes from day one. Yeah. Because they live in that lifestyle where everybody's below them. Yeah. And they treat everybody like they're below them. I spoil the shit out of my kids, dude. If I have it, I always tell them, if I don't have it, I'm going to tell you I don't have it. But if I have it, you can get it. Right? Mm-hmm. There's no negotiation or whatnot because they're my diamonds, man. They're, wor- they're worth it. Like, you know, I can't put a, you know, if I have it, it's theirs. You know, I've always been I've that always way. I've always been there for camera, yeah. too. But I, I didn't just give it because I had it. My I, parents. You, you got you to work for it. I mean. And if you can earn it on your own, earn it on your own. Like, do your thing. Your, my, your money's your money. My money's my money. I mean, if I can help you, I will, but... I always say that my, my old man, Russell Sr., was an amazing provider, right? I have, like, mm-hmm. a couple memories, like, flicker memories of some cool shit that we did together as like when I was a kid, when he wasn't, like, trying to scare the shit out of me or whatever, or beat, beat me within an inch of my life. Um, he was an amazing provider, pretty shitty dad. Um, but, dude... I wanted for nothing. Nothing. I had, I mean, every cool thing that you could have as a kid. You had. I had it, you know. So let's get back to the, to work ethic again. So how much time do you spend working out in the gym? Because that's part of work ethic. It's not necessarily just your job. It's the things you do in life that you spend energy on to make your life better or make yourself healthier or what have you. I mean, and like going back to the rock, the guy's he's, he's ripped. He spends a lot of time in the gym. Who, I'm, I don't know that I have that kind of time. To so, do that myself. Yeah, you just hit the nail on the head. <clears throat> so crazy we're talking about this. Mm-hmm. So last night, gal downstairs for me, Jackie, we were talking. She came upstairs, um, and uh, we, were t- we were chatting in my kitchen. And I told her, you know, I told her, you know, I've got some stuff going on and this, that, and the other. And I said, you know, once everything is, is set and done and the company can stand on its own two legs, um, I'm going to stop making excuses for some stuff. And I don't really know if it's really an excuse. It's actually real life. You know, you work a full-time job and you run a company you do a podcast, you got four kids, life gets pretty busy, right? Yeah. I said, but one of the first things that I'm going to do is um, in regards to get paying back myself to back, I'm going to get back to the gym. Well, and this she, was this was my year to do that for myself. I haven't yeah. really started yet. I'm going to I told I'm, her, I said I'm going to I told her, I said I'm going to I'm going to do either two or three days. She goes, "You're crazy." She's like, "You know, how long has it been?" And I said, "Well, I haven't worked out since COVID. I was running every day right before COVID hit and then everything came to a screeching halt." But I, I got a gym. The next room over is a gym. Yeah, but I need motivation. I have to go somewhere and I have to do it. I have to uh, have someone. I have, I have to have a, someone. It has, actually, to be, it has to be easy and convenient for me. I have to have someone 
See, and here's the deal, man. For me personally, because I was, I, you know, I competed in sports collegiately, I have to have someone uh, Make it, hold you accountable. Hold me accountable. Yeah. Preferably a chick, right? Preferably jump Regina, right? Versus versus sausage, right? Because if a dude <laughs> says, "Hey, no, 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 I need another set," I'm gonna say, "Fuck you, dude. I'm done. I just told you I'm tired, man. My arms." You are can't shaking. tell me to do a set if you ain't doing that shit yourself. Yeah, yeah. but if it's a chick and a chick tells me, <laughs> "Hey, you got one more set," my my, you know, all my email ego and all that shit kicks in, dude. And there's no way in hell I'm gonna tell a female so that you, I can't do another you set. Got, you gotta like you. You always look like you've. Yeah, out. and she said the same thing. Is but that part? Is that part DNA or is that? No, it's it's old man strength and it's and it's and it's mem- it's muscle memory. Like some of that shit. Like when you do it, like your shoulders. You got yeah, that, it's you all got still there. It's my midsection, dude. It's my midsection that's gone yeah. to shit, and and mm-hmm. that's cardio. That's that's getting back in the pool and swimming a couple miles a day. That's doing elliptical. That's getting on a bike and and burning calories, dude. And it's also your diet. Your diet is so important, man. And my diet sucks right now. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'm the chip king right now, dude. Oh god. Frito-Lay king right now, dude. Dude, I go to I'm sitting at Costco and I go I walk down the chip aisle and if they have those Hawaiian chips, I'm yeah. in, dude. Oh yeah. What are those one chips my son likes these too? They're like in a green bag. I forget the name of them, but they're like they're like um What are those Takis are they? Yeah, no, those are the ones you can set on fire and they burn like candles. My kids like that <laughs> no, shit. No, Doritos dude. do that shit too, don't oh, they? Really? You can use Doritos to start a barbecue. No, these are like you get them at Subway and they're like jalapeno. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah the kettle, the kettle oh, chips. Oh, those are so oh, good. Those, those are, are super dang. good. Oh. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's the same one I get when I'm there. Oh, I, see I love those, bro. In. And then I like gummy bears, man. That's my candy. Gummy bears. I love gummy. Oh, yeah, I got Reese's peanut butter cups downstairs. Yeah, I love oh, gummy bears. I got the, the the small the small Reese's eggs. So you got, I got to cut all that shit out. Yeah. I, I, once you know, I did I, go buy some vegetables and yogurt though. Yeah, it, you know. Well, she actually orders her food. She, she. I forget the name of it. I, I would, would give them a, a shout out if I can remember the name of it. But I saw the commercial of it right after. So they delivered the stuff to her door, and she wasn't there. And I called her and I said, "Hey, I'm going to pick up your box. You got to deliver. I'm going to put it in my apartment because I don't want anyone to steal it. You know, uh, you got a lot of tweakers around here." And she goes, "Oh, thank you so much." Right, and so I. I held it for her. And she you came up. some action later. So that no, that's why she, that, that's why she actually <laughs> came up to get her stuff. Right, we were talking about it, and I told her I want to start working out. You know, once once this deal is finalized, but I'm dead serious about that, dude. I want to really get in shape. I'd love to get down to about 175. I'm like 215, 220 right now. I'm right around. I'm hovering at 200. Yeah, I want to. Yeah. I want to get. I I used to cycle a lot, go out riding the trails down American River, or whatever. And I know there's a lot of homeless and shit out there now, and people are afraid of that shit. I don't know. I've been out there in a while. Right, but uh, you know, do twenty miles. It's not a big deal. Yeah, you know. But I'm looking at getting a new bike. I was like, God, how much bike do I really need? You know, dude, you can spend. You can spend. Dude, that bike was four hey. four grand, dude. <laughs> hey, you can spend bands on bikes, bro. <laughs> it's four thousand dollars. You can spend dude. more than that. You can spend ten, fifteen, bro. Wow, well, not that. I, I'm, I'm just I'm, saying. I, I just I, want a nice bike. I just found out that you can spend that kind of bread on bikes. I didn't know. Well, that. I was talking to the guy at the store because I've had a bike stolen before mm-hmm. downtown Sacramento or whatever. Yeah. And, and so I, I don't want to fucking lose another bike, especially yeah. if I spend four grand on it. You know, yeah. I was like, do you guys have any GPS trackers? He's all, no. And I'm like, so what do you do when you go like when you go someplace or whatever? You want to have destination? You go bike ready, go get lunch, and you ride you know ride home or whatever. What do you do? He's like, well, if they don't let me take my bike inside, I don't eat there. Yeah, I don't spend my money with. That it. makes sense. He's all, he's on my bike's fifteen thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm not leaving it outside. Yeah, but I was looking at is carbon fiber and shit, dude. Yeah. Like, I don't buy a lot of stuff, but when I buy it, I buy usually pretty good stuff. There's a bicycle shop uh, that I used to walk into when Skyler, and this is years now. He's he's 20, so this is uh, four years ago now. Golly, mm-hmm. 
he was working at John John's Incredible Pizza, and there's a bicycle shop just cat a corner from there. And I walked in there, and was looking at the bikes, and I could not believe how expensive some of those bikes were in there. For real, it's unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wow. But yeah. uh, but uh, yeah, I, I I definitely would like to do that too. But I want to get back in the gym and I want to start swimming because that's where I know the weight. So where do you swim? Off. You going to swim at your your apartment? No, hell no. I need I need to have a I again I need to, you know, I, I need to be held accountable. So like you go to like do um like Cal Fit or something like that. Yeah, like the one on Auburn. Some Auburn place with an indoor nice Auburn Sunrise. It has a has a pool in the backyard with laps, yeah. lanes and stuff. Yeah, where yeah. I can where I can have you know someone bark at me and and hold are me. They, accountable. Are they back inside the gyms yet? They're starting to. I got twenty four hour fit on Van Marin now. They pull all their equipment out of the tent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they're starting. To, well, I mean, May first, everyone's supposed to be vaccinated. No one's supposed to have an. No one should have an excuse to not be vaccinated on May first. Yeah. Uh, you're supposed to be I'm able just, to go to uh, veterinarians. You're supposed to be able, uh, uh, to go to. I'm just never gonna. I'm never gonna apply myself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I got mine. I'm. I got one more to go. And uh, yeah. I mean, for me, I, I'm motivated to do it just because I'm tired of being held hostage. You know, I get just. I'm over it. You know. Uh, my parents just went to. I couldn't go to my niece's my niece's wedding because I couldn't get my get my damn shot, you know, and uh, and I got in a big argument with my sister. So this this is the this, whole thing's fucking bullshit. No, so this is this is crazy. Here here's a crazy story. I never told you this, right? This this should happen, right? So my niece uh, got married on March first, right? Well, my only the one that made me an uncle, my brother's only first and only only child. She's got she got married on March first. She the back east too. She's in she's uh, uh uh in Virginia as well. Yeah, her and her husband now Edward, right? And uh, I've been work. Hustling and hustling and hustling and trying to get this shot, you know, this last shot, you know, and hop on a plane. And everyone's paranoid. My my sister in law is battling cancer, right? So she's super, you know, uh, susceptible to, sure. to COVID as well, right? So immunocompromised. Yeah. So they've got all these restrictions. So I couldn't go unless I had my shot. That was just my situation. Right? Yeah, but the so. shot doesn't protect them. It protects you. Yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. But also, but it also, you can still be a carrier. But it also, yeah, exactly. I could still be a carrier, right? So, so uh, I got put on a list. I got put on the CVS list. I got put on the uh, Walgreens list. Where'd uh, you get the first one at? I got the first one at Roseville Sutter, right? And uh, uh, but you got to wait a certain amount of time before you get the second one, right? And, right. and how long has it been since? So the first you have one? to register. You have to register. It's been forty five days now since I got my first one. Seriously, forty five days? Yeah, Fuck, it's been that long. Yeah, exactly. Isn't that crazy? Right? Yeah. So, so. Uh, so uh, I got put on the list, and uh, I uh, get a call from CVS, from Walgreens, from Walgreens. I get a call from Walgreens, and uh, says, "Yeah, uh, you can be out here. Uh, we're gonna. Uh, your number came up. So basically, like winning a lottery, right? Your number came, up, Mr. Myers. You but you gotta have the same. Time. You gotta have the same version. So you get two different places. You make sure you get the same version. You get the same version exactly, right? So they have more than one. Or well, they, they, can, they pull you up. They they can actually pull your information up through their their whole yeah. their whole deal, right? So, but anyway, I get there. And I get there at eight o'clock in the morning. The store doesn't open up to ten. There's a line of fucking there's like people. a line of maybe twelve hundred people standing in line at eight o'clock in the morning. I'm not gonna wait in that line. Waiting, waiting to get in to get their shot. Right, it gets crazier. Right, if and they get, don't come to my house, I got in a huge argument with my my sister. My sister tra- chastised me like I was a fifteen year old kid over this because she couldn't believe my story. She thought it was made up. Right, like who the fuck makes up a story like this? But anyway, I stand in this line, and at about. Almost three o'clock in the afternoon, I make it to like I'm like six man to the door, right? And, and, what and they they're were, out. Yeah, at the front door. And what they were doing at at Walgreens was, if you were there for a shot, you had to stand in line. But if you're a customer and you weren't getting your shot, you could just walk in. 
And what happened was oh, there were people walking in. Yeah, there were people. Walking. So what happened was that there was a dude that was like three people in front of me, and he noticed that this guy walked in, saying, and he got a shot and fucking walked out. And when you walk out, you get a sticker that says I got vaccinated, right? And the dude recognized this dude that walked out with a sticker as the guy that walked in, and he'd been standing in line since eight o'clock in the morning. So he approaches the guy, fisticuffs ensue, the cops come, and Walgreens shut down the vaccinations for that day. Right, so I wasn't able to get my shot. I was literally like six person from the door, but there was still probably another thirty people inside the store just to get to where you're actually. Did they actually fucking rumble? Oh yeah, they were on the freaking ground, man, getting scuffed up in the asphalt, dude, fighting, right over the shot, right. And so, anyway, where I'm going with that is, is that that kept me from going to my niece's uh, wedding, you know, and I was pretty bummed out about it. But my mom was like, you know, Russ. You know, right now it's not it's not just about your protection, but it's about other you gotta take other people's sure. you know and accountability, you know, be accountable for that as well and no, how they feel that's, and that's respect. No, you have to, you know, and, and it sucked, dude. It sucked really, really bad, but you know, um it is what it is, you know, and a lot of people went through through some, you know, adversity through all this bullshit. So Ah, I don't know. I still I don't I still don't have any interest in making it happen. So Yeah. I'm over it. Well, we're almost over it now anyway. That's how I look at yeah, it. We're a couple months from... We were almost over it last March. Yeah, but... <laughs> yeah, but the stuff was there. It was readily available, but, but you know, people people didn't really have access to it. Yeah. Now that now it's a little bit more you know, accessible. They, they, if, if they'd only passed out, like, vitamins back last year, <laughs> instead, of, instead of giving everybody a mask, give them a fucking vitamin. Like, this shit's not that fucking complex. I don't know, man. They could have closed Again, down I, McDonald's and Wendy's and fucking Burger King. And all I lost that seven family members, Rich. Seven. You didn't lose any, so that's why you had that. I don't even. I don't even know anybody. Even know, that exactly, died. and that's why you had. Not that, that they weren't family members, but I, I don't. I don't have any personal contact with anybody who died. Now, and that's why you had that perspective. <clears throat> I assure you, if someone in your family directly that you knew, or even if it was a cousin, like third cousin, your perspective would be different. Might be. It would. I promise you. It would. There's, there's almost so, always extenuating circumstances that that led to it. Yeah. And and if you were in a position, and I still believe if you're in a position that you know you're immunocompromised, you don't fucking do shit. You know, me and Brandon, you stay me, home. Me and Brandon talked about this because Brandon's got you know a baby. He's got another baby on the way. And uh, and uh, I, is he uh, worried about it too? Fuck yeah, he's worried about it. And I have another buddy, um, uh, Andre Merva, who lives in. A, I've known this guy since he was 17. He's a Russian kid. Or, I'm sorry, he's Ukrainian. It's kind of like Korean and it's Japanese. The shit. It's the same shit to all of yeah, us out here. Yeah, but you can't when say When I that. went to high school, it was when I went to school, you can't the, map say that. Sh- <laughs> the map showed the same country. <laughs> you can't say that shit to them, though, man. It's, it's mm. completely different. But anyway, um, uh, you know, he's super, super conservative, um, uh, avid Trump supporter, uh, but he's taking his shit serious. And you know why? Because he's got little ones, man. He's got babies, you know. He's got family around him that are elderly, you know. Mm. And so it's just really interesting. It's not... People think that this this side of the fence has this perspective, and this is the whole side of the fence thinks just like this, and this side of the fence has this perspective, and it's all of them, and that's not true. It's not true. It's it's based off of what's going on and your demographic. When you go to war, yeah, you're gonna lose a couple. So, yeah, so if we're gonna, go, know, if you, if we're gonna go to war against this virus, you're gonna lose a couple people to get herd immunity fast. <sighs> Richard, I, I I know your perspective on the whole thin and a herd thing, but 
when you look at the demographic of, uh, of that herd that's being thin- thinned and who it is, if it doesn't affect you, it's really easy to have that perspective. But if you if, you, if, if, if you know if your if you know your immunocompromised and you have your potential yeah, risk, then then, 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 then manage then, yourself. But don't shut down a fucking country. One hundred percent. For for uh, for a half a percent of but, people who okay. might die if they get but it. But here but here's a problem with that. Here's a problem with that. What if you're in a situation, and I'm going to put someone on blast, I don't really give a shit if she gets pissed off at me because she talked to me, she thought she could chastise me like a child. My little sister, right, did this (laughs) shit, right? But here's the deal, right? She's one of those knuckleheads that didn't want to wear a mask, right? My mom and and my stepdad is scared to death. They're, you know, in their late 70s and early 80s, they're scared to death. And they would tell her, put on a fucking mask. Time and time and time again, she would come to their house, walk in their house, and she refused to wear a mask. Knowing that her parents were scared to death, so so, so that 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 the, mindset the reason, is only, rampant in the, this country, the, and that's that's crazy. I don't feel that wearing a mask is any kind of but how, infringement but, upon my freedoms as an American. Exactly. It's not that big a deal. Exactly. Put the fucking Put your mask fucking on. Mask on. Just 100%. do it. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Not that you know? big a deal. So when she was chastising me, I said, "The next time you're around my mom, put on a fucking mask." She had no clue that I knew that. But I kept my mouth shut as my mother's son. I didn't say anything out of respect for her. But you know, now you're chastising me like I'm lying about some shit, and you don't even have the freaking decency to put on a fucking mask in case your mom catches this shit. What are you gonna say when she's in the dirt? I'm sorry. What are you gonna say? Right. So I, I'm, I, I'm I not get opposed. What you're saying. And, and I, the only reason I wear a mask to make people around me comfortable. Come on, I don't really give a shit. Like it's only to make people around me comfortable. I tell I tell you this. I I've been doing a lot of investor meetings in my place, a lot, right? And um, dude, I, I have them readily readily available available. But every single person that's come to my house and knocked on my door has had one. Has had one on when I opened the door. I spend my time going to customers' houses on a daily basis, and I've noticed a trend over the last couple of weeks. Yeah, that that the customers just don't even bother anymore. Yeah. Well, what, I, I do because I have it's part of my job. I right, and, and you can lose your job. You could lose your job. And well, customers used to tell me that it wasn't okay. It was okay if I took it off. Yeah, they don't really say anything. They just don't wear a mask themselves. Yeah, or sometimes they freak the fuck out when somebody comes to the door and they go, "Hold on, let me get my mask." Right. Like, whatever. Yeah, you know, people are going to have their opinions, and people are going to believe what they want to believe, and especially if they have if they have any kind of history or whatnot with you or whatever. You know, they're going to have their perspective, but, but I'm okay at the going, end of the day, man, I'm, I'm going, I'm okay going into a private business or store that says yeah. you got to wear a mask. Okay. Yeah. So that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I, I understand that you have the ability to make the rules inside of your store, just like I have the rules to yeah. the ability to make rules inside of my house as to whether or not, you know, I do this, that, or the other thing. Yeah. You're entitled to that in this country. Yeah. Well, and, I, and if I want to so participate, right. so if God. I want to participate and buy from you in your store, I'll wear a mask. But there's a lot. Totally there's, okay with that. There's a lot of stupidity going on now. Like, like, like. <laughs> I, I said this once before, man. I, I, I've I've had the luxury of being able to travel and 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 see some shit and go to third world countries and just see how truly blessed we are as Americans, right? How just how truly blessed we are, man. And I can tell you, man, when this shit popped off, one of the main one of the an incident that happened that that will I'll never forget as long as I live. I was at Winco. Uh, this was like like June of 2020, right? So we're like three months in. And I'm at Winco, right? And it's just starting to spike and get crazy, right? People are losing their jobs and whatnot. And I'm standing in line. They had like red tape on the concrete and you had to stay, stand on the red red tape. I mean, if you weren't on the red tape, you were getting talked to, right? I got got talked to at at, at AutoZone. Yeah, yeah, dude. Like you had (laughs) to be on the line, right? You had to stand back behind the line. Yeah, 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 right? And so I'm standing in line. I'm standing in line of 
not not as bad as as Walgreens the other you know uh, you know a couple weeks ago, but but it was a pretty lengthy line. It's probably about forty people on the line, and this lady pulls up in her car. Her husband and her pull up, and he stops the car right in front of Winco, and she gets out of the car and she sees the line, but she's like, "Fuck that line!" and she tries to just walk into the store, no mask or anything, right? And she gets stopped. They had security, right, with like tasers yeah. and flashlights yeah. and Winco, bro. Yeah, <laughs> it was crazy, right? And, they, you know, they gave her a talking to, and she went ballistic, bro. I mean, she's talking about her, her, her constitutional rights and this and that. And I'm like, is this bitch crazy? Like, it's, a private, it's a private business. It's a private business. First of all, you, you ain't calling the shots here. <laughs> yeah. You're not running shit. You're not, you, you you're know, not you know what, on You know what I figured out early on? What's that? If you, if you were to buy something online at, at Home Depot, yeah. you could go to the door, uh-huh. pick it up. Yeah. They let you into the store to go pick up the, your item. Uh-huh. And you can just continue to shop instead of standing in line outside. Well, that's what that dude did at Walgreens, dude. I'm sure that's what he did. Mm. Essentially, that's what he did. Yeah. He, he said he went in there for, for a pack of Wrigley's chewing gum and got a, got a vaccination. And, 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 and he paid consequences when he walked out with that sticker. You know? I mean, people are scared. Does that dude, make me a douchebag? Dude, this is, what makes you, <laughs> this is what makes you a douchebag. This is what makes you a douchebag. And I've heard this is happening in California and Texas. People that have crazy, crazy money and, and just coincidentally to the same people that didn't want to wear masks, when the vaccines became available, yeah. they'd go to their doctors and say, hey, I gave you 10 grand, I gave you 15 grand, I gave you 20 grand. For what? The vaccination? For a vaccination. What? I wouldn't pay $5 that, hey, for dude, it. Dude, it was, on, it was on, mm. on three different channels. It was happening right here in Sacramento. I told Who my mom about pay it. pay that much money? Rich, I told my mom that this was happening in Sacramento, and she said, Russell, it's happening in Dallas. They're doing this. High society is doing it right here in Dallas. The same thing. And the doctors, because they could lose, they, because of malpractice, because they could get in trouble, they could lose their licenses, have to tell them no, right? Not only do they have to tell them no, but they have to report the incident. <laughs> Why would you so, pay? I mean, did you have to pay? How much do you have to pay for the shot? No, it's not. I didn't pay, I didn't pay shit. Really? No, you don't pay anything right. for the shot, dude. You know? Um, so I just, I just, I can't imagine like, I, yeah, did you get a polio shot vaccination? Ah, yeah, whatever those shots. Of course you got a polio vaccination. Vaccinations they gave me as a kid. Yeah, but I, I don't get a flu shot every year. No, neither do I. I don't do that shit either. Is. I've had the flu enough times that I'm probably going to survive the flu if I have the you flu. You know that the coronavirus is just a standard virus, right? It was, it was it, I wouldn't call it a standard virus. It, no. it, it's, it's a string, a it's a string of the flu. It's a string of 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 strain, uh strain. Of, yeah a strain of of Spanish flu Spanish whatever not and Spanish flu it's they were expecting it to probably be something similar to that but it's it's not much different than the common cold only that it can kill your ass and you could drown in your lungs well but you can do that <laughs> but you can do that from the common cold too yeah true true so when I was in elementary school there was a kid that was uh, I can't remember what grade she was in when when she got sick. Um, but her mom was the second grade teacher there at the school, mm-hmm. and uh, she had a uh, she had a bad cold and chicken pox at the same time, and she died. She had a bad cold and chicken pox. Yeah, comor- comorbid morbidity factor. Mm-hmm. She, had, she had two bad illnesses at the same time, and she died. So is that thin in the herd, or is that just bad luck? Bad luck. Yeah, it happens. I agree. You know, so. The but more- what what doesn't happen is 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 Mass graves and enough people dying that you got to no, refrigerate them no, because you got no place no, to put no them. Mass graves, dude. You're that guy. No You're that guy. You just don't believe it. You have to see it. You really don't believe that. You really don't believe that hundreds of thousands of people have died from COVID. It's not that bad. 
Well, that's why they call it the Russ, Russ and Rich, the unpopular perspective, man. Nah, perspective I, you I, may I, not always agree with. I call bullshit, dude. Yeah. Well, I'm calling bullshit. Well, again, I, 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 again, I will say, I say it like this: If you've had enough family members in your family that have passed How away, how the fuck do you have seven? And I have, and I, I know zero people. Well, and we live in the same fucking you, neighborhood. If you, if you look, if you look at no, well, they're not. I don't have any when, families yeah, that. I don't have any families that have died in California. Yeah. So but why my, the fuck they shut California? One, one of my, one of my, one of my dear friends that I've known my whole life was was death. I mean, was hospitalized. Rick, thank God, he's doing a lot better now, and he's home. But he was at death's door. He was fucked up. Really? Yeah, bad. And his girlfriend Ioka, they were both messed up. Bad, scary shit, dude. And thank God I had that one that one shot, you know, because I could have got it. He called me scared to death. He's like, dude, I need you go to the doctor right now. He forgot that I I had at least one shot, right? And uh, thank God I did because nothing happened. But he was bad, bro. But my family spent in the hospital. Uh, I want to say a week. Really? Yeah, but but uh, my family members that passed away—they're all in New Orleans, bro. No, oh, I saw. I, I take that back. One, uh, my my cousin Mike is in Alabama, Mobile. But, but that that region probably needs more focus than the rest of the the country. Yeah, there man. are places in this country that, dude. I was watching uh, it was a YouTube video, like ten worst places in the country to live. Yeah, there's a lot of destitution around this fucking country that people just don't know they about. Just don't know. People yeah. living in trailers that are yeah. that, that don't live Horrible, within man. that don't live within hours of a hospital and don't that's have a, that's Georgia that's a lot of regions in Georgia dude my roommate West Archie, Virginia my roommate Archie Ray James man he got COVID he works for a tea company or whatever and I think that's what it is and he got COVID contracted it from his job and when he went to the hospital to get treated they said he you uh, they gave him some meds and sent him out the door says you're not sick enough we got other people that are way sicker than you we can't help you and send him home. That's why people. That, that's how people die. That's why I think you know the the, the number. I, I'm not saying that there aren't hot spots. Yeah, but to shut the entire country down and destroy our economy over this shit. Right. I, I got it. Well, okay. Here, okay. I, I'm going back to that conspiracy theory shit. I think China was behind this whole fucking. Thing. Okay, so let me ask you this. So let me ask you this. So do you, uh, so do you think that it was a conspiracy in, in 1918 as well? Because the same shit happened in 1918, and it's amazing. Because no, when I showed my we son, we didn't have the we didn't have the uh, the medical capabilities you, back then that we had today. If you go on your computer and you Google the pandemic in 1918, everything that you've seen in the last year. Th- the mask, all that shit, I know they were identical. Different. Don't wear a mask, go to jail. I mean, identical. So for me, as, as an educated, fairly intelligent human being, I say to myself, we learn from our history, right? Like, that's how we evolve. We learn from our history. And if it's happened once, it's not like the shit's never happened before. Yeah. This has happened before. Hundreds of thousands People died in 1918. Donald Trump's grandfather died of the pandemic of 1918, mm. right? Like, so, like, I don't, I don't understand how people. I, I just don't. I don't. I don't get it. Yeah. I really well, don't. We, get we it. have derailed from our original topic of oh, work, work oh, ethic. I know. I want. I want to say this though too. You're right. We're getting back on the topic of work ethic, but I want to say this too. In 1918, it was devastating to our economy as well. And, uh, that I mean, just well, just that's got to say that Spanish flu was a completely different deal. It was devastating, right. but we re- we we rebounded, and some of the greatest countries came after 1918. Right, we lost the Dodge brothers; they both died within two weeks of each other. But we still have Dodge Motor uh, Motor Company to this day. Yeah, and they were only in business for a year and a half when they right. both freaking kicked the bucket. They're the Chrysler brothers. And Chrysler right? bought them exactly. <laughs> so, 
So what this too shall pass will be all right. It'll it'll it'll. I just I just want to get past this level of fucking people freaking the fuck out. Oh, Not that it'll ever fully go away, but yeah, I agree. Whatever. I agree, dude. I'm over it, bro. Yeah. I'm over it. But work ethic, bro. What does it take? It takes work. Uh, do you watch the History Channel? I love the History Channel. Are you watching the food that made America, the men that made America? The uh, I've seen of... some of that stuff before. Man, whatever. Gotta... I love watching the dude. modern marvels and <sighs> dude, I, the I, things I... that built our country, the people who built our country. Yeah, all that. I, I love that shit. Dude, I could watch that shit, man. If I had the time, I'd watch it all day. And God, praise the Lord for people who have a work ethic. Yeah, man. Because without it, we would be nowhere. We would still be, we'd still be banging sticks on rocks. The one of the ones that I watched not too long ago was the one about I forget the dude's name, but the guy that cre- that that created the Baby Ruth. That dude was uh, gangster. He stole Babe Ruth's name, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then sued him. Because <laughs> Babe Ruth was like, "Hey, you're using my name." And, and made it all the way to Caddyshack. It made it all the way to Caddyshack, bro. In the <laughs> pool, bro. Right. I mean, that story. It's good. Are, it's good. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, those stories are amazing, man. Yeah. What those guys did, and you know Kellogg's, and you know oh, John... that, that Kellogg's story is crazy. It's amazing. His brother was, was like a, a... he was a sanit in a sanitarium. He was a doctor, yeah, like a world renowned doctor. Do you know what sanitariums are? Yeah, yeah, it's for like crazy people that are well, no, post. it was where people used to go to try to get healthy. Yes, yes, yeah, and you all know, of the bullshit, like like medical trickery and all that stuff with yeah. it, like quackery that like he was like the first he was the first guy to like get into like you know uh uh exercise you have to exercise to do this and you have all these yeah well that vibrating belt didn't do shit yeah it didn't do anything <laughs> but but check this out i don't know if you knew this you know post right you no know, grape nuts yeah he was one of the uh uh, uh patreons at kellogg sanitarium getting help because he was messed up in the head yeah and while he was there they had created this this breakfast and uh, his brother was trying to, you know, get his get John to like, uh, you know, let's 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 sell this. This is some good shit. But his brother didn't want no part of it. And Post stole the recipe. And when he left, and he started Great Nuts and made millions. Became. A- Do you know that? Here's fun fact for you. Do you know that you can pack an entire silo full of uh, corn flakes and they won't crush themselves at the bottom? That's amazing. The weight that you could put, no matter how much weight you put on top of still won't flakes, crush the bottom. It won't crush the ones on the bottom. How is that possible? It's the way they stagger when they stack. Uh huh. That the, there's they're evenly staggered. It, it pressures itself against the walls as much as it pressures itself against the floor. I I, I love this country, man. I I love the, I love the the history of it and how you know you know how we we take something take take nothing and turn it into something did you know that um the first potato chip you know who it was invented by i remember he gets some no guy credit was, he was trying to, he was there was something wrong with the potatoes that somebody served it was a black man and he he said fuck you and he sliced them thinner and he sliced them thinner <laughs> to, to, to like piss the guy off and the guy ate it was like this is hella good <laughs> right right and he got and literally he gets i, I forget his name man you can google him but I was telling my my kids that, and they were like, "What? A black guy invented potato chips? What?" I'm yeah, like, literally, like, yeah, he he did it. He said, "Fuck you, I'm a fu- <laughs> slicey Chester or something like that." Slice him as thin as possible. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy, bro. But um, I, I love those stories, man. And all the one thing that all those guys have in common when you go to John D. Rockefeller, when you go to Andrew Carnegie, when you go to uh, Milton Hershey, you know, just on and on and it was on. William Cross- Kitchener. Kitchener, there you go. And he wasn't black. Yes, he was black. Not this guy. Okay, well, uh, uh, you're not Googling it correct. Hang on for a second. I'll do it on my phone. 100%. Hang on for a second. Oh, it's George Crumb. There you go. George Crumb. There you go. That's the guy. But anyway, um, 
the one thing that all those guys had in common was work ethic. Yeah. But un, un, unshakable belief in themselves and and they were also risk takers. They're all they're also that that's something else that you have to have. You can't just have a whole bunch of good luck. That's you know, people people miss well, okay, so he, go back to the rock. So yeah. is, is is he in a position he's in because of work ethic, or is he in a position that he's in because of timing and DNA? He took risk. He definitely took timing risk. Timing and DNA has gotta be a lot of it though. He left the the WWE at the top, at the height of his success, he was. Yeah, but he's he's six five and he has the DNA to fucking be ripped. Yeah, I, but but that, I, I, dude, no matter how much time I spend in the gym, I will never look like that. But to leave, but to leave, to leave your profession at the height of your of your popularity and take a chance on something else that you've never done before, and then to succeed at it and work at it. I mean, he had to have acting coaches. I'm, I'm sure he hired acting coaches. There's another guy like the but Rock. He, that, he, but he was he was popular before that. But having the DNA that he has to be the guy that he is, not all of us have that ability. There's there's another guy that shares a story much like the Rock, who also was a wrestler. His name is Batista. If you if you've seen the um the uh uh um Guardians of the Galaxy, he's the 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 big hokey hokey looking dude, big guy. Um, his story is amazing, bro. He grew up in Washington D.C. I mean, he grew up in. A- All right, sorry about the delay there. I had to go see a man about a horse. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go see about a girl. Hey, d- do you know who Dave Bautista is? That uh, name sounds familiar. This guy. So he was a WWE wrestler as well. Where Stud. I, where have I seen him? Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, but he's doing other shit too. I've I've seen that name somewhere. Uh, he's he's done all kinds of stuff, dude. But but uh, he's a badass, dude. His story his story is. This guy here, Guardians of the Galaxy. This, his story is amazing. He grew up in Washington, D.C. He's raised by a single mom, right? I mean, there were times where they were homeless. Uh, his mom would like, get beat. She would like, hook up with dudes, and they'd beat the shit out of her. And, you know, he'd sit and watch. And, you know, he grew up with his friends getting shot and all kinds of craziness. And then he got into wrestling and became a champion in WWE. And then he got hurt, and he left and decided he was going to pursue acting, hired an acting coach. And dude, he was like days from being evicted out of his house, like days from being evicted when he got the phone call from his agent for Guardians of the Galaxy, which has changed his life. And now he's done all kinds of movies now and he's blowing up. But it it comes down to work ethic, but it also comes down to, are you, do you think that opportunity is just going to come to your door and go, okay, by the way, we need you. Who is it? Opportunity. We're knocking. It doesn't work like that. No, you have, you have to work for it. You got to be in the right place at the right and, time, though, too. And you got to be a bit of a risk taker, dude. So, like okay, you, so look at if you, you have look to at, believe in yourself. If you if you look at the people who the kids and what have you that play uh, football, yeah, whether it be like the junior leagues, what do they call those little kids that play like Pee Wee League, yeah, Pee Wee Leagues or whatever, you know. You take the number of those kids that play in the Pee Wee Leagues, and you take that number, and you reduce it down. Those people make it through junior high school. Then you reduce that number down to people who make it to high school. Then you reduce that number down to make it to people who make it to college. Then you reduce that number down to the people they who make it to... become Deion Sanders. That, that make it Hall to, of Fame. Make it to, to the NFL minor leagues. And right. you reduce that down again and make it to people who actually get to play in the NFL. Right. Like, the number goes from hundreds of thousands of people to a few hundred people. I've got a buddy that played for the... He was drafted by the Miami Dolphins. He played, How many games he, play, did he, play he played with he, play, he played for the Broncos with uh with uh John Elway. How many games did he play in? And he'll tell you I have to have him on the podcast. Um But uh, he's I mean he, he made it he by far cap- farther than most of those kids who yeah. had the dream. Yeah. There's a lot of guys like that, man. I mean he's a, he, he's a, he's an NFL alumni. He gets a he gets a book every year, right? Cuz he's part of the he's part of the of the institution. 
Yeah. Um, I mean, he played with the Hall of Famers, right? But he's just a normal guy, right? He doesn't, but, but, he doesn't work. But he to just, be that guy that, that that gets that far, oh, he's a stud. It, you're, it's it's not you just not. It's not just work ethic. It's, there's DNA involved. You know, it's funny. We, he was at the house um, Saturday because we watched uh, we watched the fight right at the house, right? And uh, and we were laughing. We we're talking about. Um, I mean, he was he was a you know he was a really fast guy, and I swam. He played football. I swam. I got like ridiculous calves, and he has no calves, right? <laughs> and so we were laughing. We were talking about a player, and I said, you know. You think that guy's legs are like, you know, two number two pencils as well? Or and, and I, I said it as a matter of fact, like thinking that he like, wasn't gonna catch it. Sticks. But he totally caught it and he was like, Look, dude, let me tell you something. The fastest guys in the NFL have no calves. They have no calves, right? Like he broke it down and I got super, super tickled because <laughs> I was kind of taking a jab at him, right? Thinking he wasn't paying attention. Totally paying attention because he's still incredibly uh um What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, competitive. He's still got that competitive fire. He's 56, 57 now, dude. He's got a fucking work ethic. Yeah, he's got a work ethic, dude. He works his freaking ass off, you know? The NFL is never handed to you. No, he's a complete stud. Uh, yeah, I don't, care if you, stud. I don't care if you have the DNA, but if you don't have the work ethic to go along with it, then I If not you make it you. to the show, you're a stud. Period. You know? And yeah. and he's a stud, you know? And he's a dear friend of mine. But, uh, but I've got a bunch of buddies like that. I got another buddy that played for the New York Yankees, man. And uh, he got hurt his first year. But he got a signing bonus, and I uh, took that signing bonus, and he bought a bunch of land in Del Paso Heights. Turned him into something. Everyone thought he was crazy. First house I ever bought, I bought from him for $92,000. His name is Alan Wayne Warren. He's a city councilman today here in Sacramento, right? But he took his money, and he started a development. I remember when he was going through the whole process, dude. You talk about work ethic. I'd go to his studio. He didn't have an apartment. He had a studio. He didn't have a bedroom. He had a bathroom. A living room, and the back was where the, the bed room. was. Yeah, it's all in the same room, right? And the refrigerator in the middle of the living room, right? And I remember going to his house. Uh, he had a studio across from uh, Arden Fair Mall. I remember going over there to visit him because I was we were going to do a ski trip, and he was stressed out, dude. He came to the door, and I thought he was going to have a heart attack. I had no idea what he had going on. And uh, he's like, hey, Russ, man, I love you, man, but I got this going. I can't go to the ski trip, man. I'll talk to you later. Uh, but if everything goes right, you're going to see me on the real estate section of the Sacramento Bee. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking sure about? Sure, shit, dude? you did, huh? Dude, I'm at the house chilling one day, and I grabbed the paper, right? You know, it's a long time ago because you know, you get paper, paper in the house, right? And I grabbed the paper, and I look at it, and I'm flipping through it. I get to the real estate section, and the whole front page ad is my boy Wayne Warren and his development, you know? Uh, and uh, that was the beginning of his, of his career, and he started a new phase development, and he's built multiple neighborhoods throughout Sacramento. Is this the guy that had that office down on the. In, in... Art, that Arden area. His office is is on uh, on Marysville Boulevard uh, in uh, the one of the. He grew up in Del Paso Heights. He went to Grant High School. He's a quarterback at Grant High School. Total stud, but he was a multiple uh, uh, a sport athlete, and uh, baseball was his love. He still has a bat in his office to the day, and he's a dear friend of mine. He's put me in multiple houses. He let me stay in one house for three years and didn't charge me rent. Okay, mm. all right, awesome guy. Amazing, amazing guy, dude. Lots of influence. And uh, uh, his mom and my mom worked together at the phone company. But um, I watched this guy. I watched his work ethic. I watched, how, you know, I mean, he, he had to, his belief in himself. You have to have that, too. That's what people don't, un, you know, they don't count for. You have to have a tremendous belief in yourself, too. Right, you know, like well, what you do, right? Like you don't leave the house not believing that you're going to come, you're going to come home without a result. 
I don't. I know. I don't ever do that. I don't ever start my day not thinking I'm going to have a result. I know that I'm planting seeds. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't, I'm not expecting anybody to pull the trigger the day that I go there. I just. It's unrealistic. Yeah. I. But I. I I put together quality effort, and if you if I say I'm gonna do something, I'm gonna follow through on it. I have a work ethic that, that tells me that. But I not know. everybody has that, though, Rich. I, I know. And not everybody has that, and it's sad. Yeah. Not every. Well, it's not sad. It's, no, it's real. It's reality. But it's sad. It's, no, well, so you, see, people, see, people have the, the expectation that, that they're going to be covered just because they're there. Well, here, here it's it's interesting that you that's take that perspective. Sad. It's interesting that that's your perspective on that, right? When everything else is stayed in the herd. When everything else is a conspiracy, it's not sad. It's a gift. We're all not we're all not alike. That's what makes us different, right? Everyone's not designed to have success. Everyone's not designed to be the next Jeff Bezos, right? Or 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 Steve Jobs or Richard Booth. Everyone can't fucking do what you did down in your garage. This guy has got is I watched him in the last year build a fucking AC Cobra. I wish I could show you guys pictures. But this thing came in crates, in boxes, parts. And he's got a fully assembled car in his garage. Not everyone can do that. You know what that takes, dude? That takes vision. It takes a want. It takes a want. It takes belief in yourself that you can do it first. Because you can't just go to everyone and, and it say. it takes YouTube. And it takes YouTube. <laughs> but if you go to your, with all those tools, with all those gifts, if you just go to someone. Here, here's what's funny about human beings, right? Our species. If you go to someone outside your circle and you say, hey, I'm thinking about doing this. What do you think? You think they're going to give you positive feedback or negative feedback? Negative. 100%. Because human beings love to tell you. They don't have the same vision you do. Human beings love to tell you what you can't do because they don't believe they can do it. Because they don't have the vision. Exactly. Exactly. So it's not sad to me. It's not. That part's not sad. And I don't don't call that thin in a herd. That's just what makes us different. That's a whole different thing. Yeah. That's what makes us different as human beings. Some people have it and some people don't. My mom says that. She's like, Russell, you've always had crazy work ethic. Crazy. More than my brother and my sister. My brother and sister are very successful, right? But I've always had more than work ethic. I've had belief in myself. You've got that. Not everyone has that. Raymond has that. Wayne has that, right? I, I, I have a handful of people in my life that have that, that gift, if, if, if you will, that can d- just have a belief in themselves. And if you have that, then the rest of the shit is easy. You just have to fucking get up in the morning and fucking go to work. That's all you got to do. If, you, if, 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 if I was living on this planet and I didn't have any belief in myself, right, that I could do something, I, I'll give you an example. About six years ago, I was with this chick I was trying to bang, right? Right? Hot chick. This chick's name, her name was Lacey. I don't know where she's at. I, last time I saw her, she looked fucked up, right? Like she, like the world had treated her really bad, but she was. Tore up from the floor. Oh, tore up from the floor, dude. But she was bad as shit at one point, dude. I wanted to freaking rail her bad, right? And I was freaking putting on my best game to get this ass, right? And, and uh, I was looking at this house on Morgan Creek. Right, they had this house at that time. It was like eight hundred thousand dollar house in Morgan Creek. This was like six, seven years ago. Right, ridiculous house. Right, in a cul-de-sac, like a like a Spanish villa type of house. Right, and I'm telling her I'm gonna have this house. I'm gonna have this house, and she goes, "Oh, I can never have this. This is not my life. <laughs> I'm not, not meant for this. Yeah, I'm not meant for this. I can never have this." And 
Dude, you want to talk about your dick going soft immediately? <laughs> Nothing more to turn off than total has no turn ambition. off, dude. No zero ambition. ambition. I don't care how hot you are. If you have no turn off, no 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 ambition whatsoever. If you have no drive, if you have no belief in yourself, it is. I don't care how nice your tits are. I don't care how amazing your ass is. I don't give a shit about any of that. If you have no drive, it's a total turn off for me, dude. Yeah. And then, like three years later, I see this chick at freaking the ninety-nine cent store of all places in was North Highlands. <laughs> no, she was standing in line. She gained like one hundred and twenty pounds, and she walked up to she goes Russell, and I didn't even recognize her. Right, and I looked at her, and I go Lacey. I'm like, hey, Lacey, how are you doing? I knew how she was doing. She's doing horrible. <laughs> she wanted to talk to me at that point, but there was no chance in hell that, that was going to happen. So. Yeah, dude, we're not that, that that's a gift, dude. That's a gift. And I don't know where you got it from. Someone in your family instilled that in you though. I believe I don't believe that it's just I, like it's, innate. it's probably more nurture than nature. Yeah, it's nurture for sure, dude. Someone nurtured that into you and that became who you are. It's 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 both it, my parents were workers. Yeah. Neither one of them was looking for handouts. Yeah, my parents too. Well, we grew up in a time where both parents worked. Yeah. My mom didn't have to work, but she still fucking worked. You know what I'm saying? I mean, my dad made a hundred grand a year. My mom still freaking worked. But when he would get laid off, because they would have like weird times of the season, right? And he'd get laid off. She'd carry the load. She's paying three car notes, a house payment, food, utilities, uh, 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 school tuition. She was carrying all that when he wasn't working. And he'd go back to work and the ends would meet like a motherfucker, you know? So... That was your example. That was my example. And that's why we are the way that we are. But not everyone has, has, has had that gift in their life, dude. And, that, and that's why. So, Well, hopefully we can pass it on to our kids. Well, not 100%. I think that that's an automatic. I think it's an automatic because... Is, I, is your oldest working at all? Or is she still doing this at school? She's fin- this is her last year. She's finishing up. So is she, yeah. got a, she got a goal? She got a plan? She's already ready. To, she's already got a job lined up in San Diego. Yeah. She's going to work for... Uh, she, her degree's in uh, um, marine virology. So she's going to work for the Navy as a civilian, doing like some shit with dolphins or whatever. She's gonna make bread, yeah. you know. I, you know, I, I, and I don't, I, I, I don't expect anything less from any of my kids. You know, um, they don't have, they don't have a hardship story when it comes to their mother or their father. You know, my, although their mother is a piece of shit, you know, she works her ass off as a as a hairstylist. Um, she works very very hard. Um, I question her moral compass and shit that she did and and accountability and remorse, but. As far as showing them, you know, work ethic, she works her ass off, you know. So they've had that at least for an example, you know, what to do. Yeah. Um, and and uh, I don't expect any of my kids to be lazy, you know, or sit around and wait for some wait for a handout or anything like that. I don't expect that from my okay. kids. If I did, if that happened, I'd be honestly, devastated. Honestly, that's that you should feel success as a parent if that's the case. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. If you, that, that's, if, that's, if your kid's 47 years old and still living at home, yeah. you might have a problem. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I, I, well, I, I tell you, man, I moved out of my parents' house out of a really, really good situation. I, I did the same. I, was, I left at 18. I left at 19. I waited a little bit later. I left at 19, and I went and got a, I, I still remember the apartment, Jefferson Place, off of Walnut Avenue, off of Walnut and El Camino, Jefferson Place. Got my own spot, got, you know, paid my rent, paid my utilities, paid everything up front. And then the next month went by, and Broke his I had I had I had envelopes in the mail. I was all excited. I'm like, oh, I got mail. Nah. And so I opened them. They were Fucking bills. I was through. like, what, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah. You mean I got to pay it again this month? Oh crap! I did that for like three months, and I moved back home. 
Uh, I never, I never moved back home. I did live with my mom for a little bit, but it was more more for her than for me. Yeah, because she was, was helping her out. Yeah, she was trying to open up a, a store, and she hadn't been working, and I had to get. That's all, right. I, you I said your her, mom had a toy store, right? I got her bills all caught up, or like a hobby store or something. It was a toy store. Okay, but yeah, I got all her bills caught up or whatever, and lived there for for a little while or whatever, and then I, I moved back out again. But, but I, I that was when I moved up to Northern California. So there's like there's three, right? You have a brother and a sister. Well, I have two brothers from my mom, and then there's two more sisters when my dad got remarried. Oh, so it's total of five of us. okay, okay. So, and one sister uh, married a brother and in, in Ghana, Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I'm just gonna, and your son is dating a sister from uh, North NorCal. She's uh, I don't, I don't, okay. So what? You got half black, half white. I saw, I saw. Wait, 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 wait. wait, wait. <laughs> half black, half white's mulatto, right? <laughs> yes, that's mulatto. What's so half black, half Mexican? Oh, that's a good question. Is that Mutako? Uh, no, I think it's Puerto Rican. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know, dude. So I have anyway, no idea. Yeah, she's she's mixed, but it's it's uh it's a it's a black Mexican thing. So it's America is what it is, bro. It's a great it's, American melting pot. And it's dude. Sacramento melting pot. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. So it's so totally okay. So, so your sister it, one sister's in Africa with yep, her husband. The other one lives in, in San Diego La, La, La Jolla. Oh she's down at where my, my daughter's gonna be. Yeah. Yeah, she's never coming back. They just they just had a COVID baby, dude. Oh, really? Yeah. They just had a COVID baby. Yeah, everything went good, start to finish, inside COVID. So yeah. that's why you don't believe in this shit because it has not impacted your family. I'm telling you, bro. Uh-huh. That's that that is I'm, why I'm you not, have that perspective. I'm not denying that it exists, and I'm not yeah. denying that there's a risk to be to be had. Yeah, I just I think I feel I should be able to control my own risk. I, I, out of everyone, but, that, uh, out unfortunately. Of everyone's... You have to micromanage the, the population to the least common denominator. Out of the seven people that have passed in my family, two of them I knew very well. One was my one was my cousin Mike, who played for University of Oregon, who was seven foot two, who was a badass basketball player, and I knew him very well. He's my dad's brother's uh second son. He used to come down to Sacramento all the time when we were kids and he mentored me and whatnot. He was huge. He wore a size twenty one shoe. He's a huge guy. Twenty one shoe. Okay, he had the special order his tennis shoes, right? And then the other was Rudy. He didn't fit through fucking doorways. No, dude. he had to duck his head, dude. He had to do this. He had to duck his head to walk through a door. Uh, what a shitty life that had to be. No, he was. He got more pussy than anyone that you've ever known <laughs> in your life. I'm talking <laughs> well, still the size pussy, twenty-one fucking shoes. Yeah, probably dude. hung like a fucking yeah, horse, he, dude. Dude, he had. I mean, <laughs> he had. If he had ninety-nine problems, the bitch wasn't one for real. I mean, he was <laughs> a stud. And when I found out that he died, I was devastated. I mean, I was bummed out about my other cousin, but I was really devastated with Michael um, because, uh, because I mean, this this is a guy that, I mean, he was like, you know, I looked up at him, looked up to him like a big brother, you know, and uh, he's gone. He's checked out, dude. He's gone. So, yeah, it, your perspective is different when it happens to you, bro. I promise well, you that. I, I'm glad that we both have a good work ethic. Yeah. It's, it's, it's something positive that we all should look forward to having. And... Uh, it's something that we definitely want to pass on to our children, man. Yeah, I, I just wish there were more of it out there. There's a, there's a lot of people that just don't have it, and I don't know, I don't know how you how you <laughs> change the numbers or how you skew it or whatever. This this I just work ethic is important. I told you about the guy at, at the Burlington Coat Factory, man. Yeah. I walk out the store. This is a you know handsome Caucasian guy. He's like six two. He's got he's young, and he's asking me for money. And I'm like, dude, you're already ahead of the fucking game. You're asking me for money. Are you yeah. kidding me right now? You're kidding me, right? <laughs> I got four kids. You're asking me for money. You're kidding me. He looked at me like I was an asshole, but I was dead serious. Yeah. He's already ahead of the game, bro. You know? So, well, no. Work ethic isn't Pan Allen. No. Work ethic is, is, 
is something that's taught. It's not something that's innate in, in you. So when, no. you have to have an example in your life, I believe, yeah. in order to have that in I, some I, capacity. I hear, I hear you. Anyway, we're at an hour 15 or so, and uh, we appreciate everybody listening. Please like, subscribe, support, do something. I don't Tell give a, a shit. Friend, guys. We love you guys, man. We love you guys, and this is fun, and we're going to keep doing this. But definitely tell a friend. Feel free to comment, too. We don't care. Yeah. If we pissed you off, that's okay. We want to hear those comments, right? We love you. Makes people better. Have a good one.